You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every passing episode, you should download, rate, and subscribe to the 415ers <laughs> podcast because that is Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. We come at you twice a week here in the offseason on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. And uh, one thing I, I want to talk about now, Mark, is the fact that, well, we don't really get a whole lot of ownership news generally, especially in the offseason, unless it's kind of around the draft. Um, we've heard from John Lynch, from Kyle Shanahan, but this has kind of been the first time uh, in recent memory that we've heard from Jed York here in the offseason, who was... Um, you know, speaking at the NFL annual meeting, you know, was doing his kind of press tour, so to speak, and was asked specifically about, um, I mean, I, I think the conver- or the question was about how they got Hargrave in the first place. And essentially Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch went to Jed York and was like, hey, you know, we have a chance to get, um, make a splash in free agency. We, we need some more money. And Jed York said, I, you know, I'm willing to pay. Now, this isn't something that I believe he said that the 49ers can continue to do. But if you're in win now mode, which the 49ers are, he doesn't mind taking that to, you know, the rest of his financial confidants and trying to figure out how they can work this money to add a quote unquote game changer. That is who he wanted. And Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch said, hey, there's this, you know, 305 pound. 30-year-old lineman from Philadelphia who's one of the best at his position in the league, arguably a top five member of this free agency class, we can get him. And so Jed York said, all right, like I'm willing to spend. Um, And then through this conversation, the quote that kind of came out from that was essentially, I'm willing to spend whatever it takes to win. If that means spending a million dollars on you know, player travel or making sure that they have an ability to get better rest and recover more. And it costs the, the figure was a million dollars for a game. He is willing to spend that mark. And so I, I thought that was kind of interesting, especially in a time where we're sort of hearing owners, maybe, maybe not wanting a certain quarterback named Lamar Jackson to get a fully guaranteed deal because they're trying to look after their coffers and they don't want to set a precedent about spending a lot of money in the future. It was kind of nice to hear an owner and the one being in San Francisco talk about money, not necessarily being the end all be all when it comes to winning football games. Yeah. I think uh, with this conversation, he was talking about, uh, I, you know, it seems to me, like when they have multiple games out east and they stay out east, they don't travel back. You know, the, the decision is, you know, from the performance staff, from the training staff, Kyle Shanahan, everyone is, hey, it would be better for our players to stay out east, not travel back through multiple time zones, only to travel back out east for the following week. So then, you know, you know, the front office goes up to Jed York and say, hey, are you willing to put us up wherever for, for an extra week? It's a lot of money to house an entire football team, all of the players, 
all of the coaches, all of the performance staff, all of the like that is a ton of people. And of course, I mean, it's a professional football team. You're not going to stay at a Motel 6 in the middle of nowhere. Like you're staying at an expensive place. So it gets pricey quick. Remember last year, early in the season, between the games against Carolina and Atlanta, they stayed at the Greenbrier in West Virginia. That's a very famous, and I don't know what the prices are, but I'm sure very expensive, almost resort out there in, in West Virginia. And the Niners have done that multiple times in the last few years. That might cost you a million bucks. Um, they say that, you know, Youngstown, Ohio, which I'm sure isn't nearly as expensive as the Greenbrier, but that's the, you know, York's hometown in, in Ohio. And they've done that multiple times on long trips out east. So I think that's where this conversation came from. Um, and it's it, it kind of interesting because it eventually morphed into, well, how much would you be willing to spend every game if it guaranteed you a win? Um, and, and he said, what, I, I'd be happy to spend a million bucks a win if, if that's what it came to. Um, but yeah, th I'm with you. This is an interesting conversation because you don't really get, um, the, the direct, you know, like money to win conversation. Obviously there's generally, you would think a correlation when it comes to, you know, players contracts and their talent level and how that translates to on the field. Generally you spore, you, you spend more money you're probably going to win more games and have a better product out there. But um, it, it does seem like Jed York has had quite a, um, I don't know, character turnaround over the last handful of years. He does seem to be on the, on the track of improving his standing within his own fan base. Yeah. And I want to bounce off of that. Cause I think there's two points from there that I, I think are, or should be highlighted. And that's number one, you know, when Jed York became involved in this organization, you know, and his, late twenties, early thirties, he's still a young man. He's still growing. And, um, honestly the first few years then afterwards in which he took over as, you know, CEO wasn't necessarily well liked by the fan base because of his actions, because of, you know, maybe some, some misunderstandings, um, and all of the blowback that he got felt understandable from a, from a fan perspective. Now it does appear that, you know, he's not just doing it because he wants to gain favor with his players and his fans, although that is important. Um, it does feel like he has a legitimate understanding of, okay, here is where I need to get aggressive. Here's where we need to spend money. And here's where we also need to be fiscally responsible. And he's in his early 40s. I think just through experience, he's gained a better understanding of that. And to me, it, like you said, it does signal a bit of a character change for for York. And I think it's also a reason why the team has been relatively successful in the last, you know, six years. So that's one part. The second part concerning Jed, I, I think is, look, it does also play into, as we talked about the end of season uh, player grades that mm. were taken from the NFL, from all players. And the 49ers scored very well in the majority of those categories. There were a lot of A's when it comes to travel arrangements, when it comes to helping out players, families, when it comes to, um, you know, accommodations. And I think that that now, as we're hearing Jed York talk about his willingness to spend in those specific areas, you know, kind of, and, and add, um, you know, like an, an affirmation of that. And, and I don't think that's a coincidence between seeing those grades in which the 49ers players gave great 
praise to their own staff. And I think everything except for maybe the training room was an A uh, to where Jed York now is talking about being willing to spend a million dollars on travel and making sure his players are getting right. I don't think those two things are a coincidence. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, as I was continuing to, to think about this, I think you're you're spot on there. Um, the other example of Jed York and the 49ers being willing to dish out more cash to maybe help his team get ready for a game was the Monday night game in Mexico City. Remember the Niners traveled to what Colorado Springs yep. to, yeah, to uh, prepare, for the elevation. Yeah, to prepare for the altitude. Um, and obviously it was kind of a terrible experience for the 49ers because it was just bone chillingly cold and they didn't really get to practice outside all that much. So maybe it wasn't the best investment, although it ended up working out because I was going to say maybe their best performance (laughs) top to bottom of the season. (laughs) Um, But then, you know, you get to the comparison game. Remember what the Cardinals did leading up to that game. Mm. They practiced in Arizona. They did not go anywhere. They stayed in their home practice facility. I'm not saying that, that was the difference in a win or a loss. The Niners are probably winning that game regardless, especially looking at it afterwards, given how much they dominated. Um, but I mean, there are owners throughout the league and I'm, I'm not trying to disparage the Cardinals. I'm, I'm not naming any specific names, but there are owners throughout the league, Evan, who probably were faced with the decision that the Niners and the Cardinals had. And at least a handful of them would be not willing to say, yeah, We'll move a whole team out to Colorado Springs for five days in preparation for this game to get ready. They would just not be willing to bear that expense. Um, And at the very least, I guess you have to credit Jed York for doing that. And you understand why. I mean, he's trying to protect his investment. He's the owner of this team. And while it can get pretty expensive pretty quick, he obviously can afford it. Uh, And number two, the, the better your team does, the the better your investment in, in the team becomes. Um, and if you feel like it's going to give your team a competitive advantage, why not do it? So um, I guess a long way of saying, I think Jed York does deserve a little bit of credit for seemingly being really willing to, uh, you know, put up a, a decent amount of cash to, to maybe give his team a, some kind of advantage on a number of games throughout a year. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if it turns into W's, to, you know, spoils. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm butchering this, but you, you know what I'm saying, Mark. Um, everyone, everyone that is in charge of a certain operation that succeeds gets the credit. And right mm-hmm. now, Jed York has been at the helm and has been the CEO for a team that has made the NFC title game or further three of the last four years. So yeah, and I think he gets I, to take a victory lap. You're right. He does. And I mean, remember what, what year was it? Like 2015 when they split up with, with Harbaugh. I mean, he was like the public face of that fiasco. Like the conclusion was Jed York just didn't get along with Jim Harbaugh. There was obviously pushback both ways. And Jed York said, all right, fine, get get away from my team. You're not the head coach anymore. And he 
And then, of course, what followed, I mean, Chip Kelly and Jim Tom Sula and just mm-hmm. terrible teams for a number of years. He had to deal with being the face for the reason why the Niners had such a quick fall from grace. And he was like public enemy number one among the fan base. I mean, I remember, I don't remember exactly what season it was, um, but there were what, like uh, someone, some fan paid a, 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 a plane to fly around with a banner, like get Jed York, get the Yorks out of the 49ers. Like that was an actual thing that happened. Um, so the fact that we're getting to a point where we can have these kinds of conversations about Jed York, um, I don't know, leading the franchise in a positive way. It, it just does signal how far um, that he has come and the lessons I think that he's learned over the years. Yeah. And apologies for my George Bush moment to the winner goes the spoils. That's, that's <laughs> the old adage. Good Lord. And on that note, that will wrap things up for this episode of the 415ers podcast. That's Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. Please download, rate, subscribe. Five stars are appreciated. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all the rest. We appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we'll be back with a Thursday episode. So we appreciate you. And we'll talk to you next time.